With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Homes.com knows having the right agent can make or break your home search. That's why they provide home shoppers with an agent directory that gives you a detailed look at each agent's experience, like the number of closed sales in a specific neighborhood, average price range, and more. It lets you easily connect with all the agents in the area you're searching so you can find the right agent with the right experience and ultimately the right home for you. Homes.com. We've done your homework. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles Talking Football. And they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid. But what did you expect? It's a podcast. I don't have the luxury of the sounds, the songs, the theme songs that we normally have uh, when we do this show. So uh, there's none of that. It is me home again, alone. 25 whistles here. Uh, If you're a bulldog snoring, that is because Stanley is back in the studio with me. And he is currently wandering around, uh, smelling everything. He does smell bad as well, which I do not know why he smells bad. My wife and I were watching the show called Bodies, which we just finished, eight episodes. And I love time travel. And it's awesome. At the end, they give you those three thumbs up, nothing, thumbs down. And like I couldn't have thumbs up bit enough. So I loved Bodies. I think my wife liked Bodies. But I'm always weary when I recommend a show to somebody, especially when it's so niched me. Because if there are uh, time travel or aliens, I, I like superheroes, and I never really consider myself a science fiction guy. But we're watching bodies, and she goes, what is that smell? And it wasn't me, and it was Stanley, and we can't figure out why he stinks. We can't figure out why you stink, buddy. Why don't you go lay down? Go on, go lay down over there. Go on. Go lay down. He doesn't really have a bed in this place where we are, so he's kind of confused as, as to where to go. But it's also weird the Bulldogs sleep so much. Like, I start to wonder, is Stanley depressed? But then I get on and I Google, and it says Bulldogs sleep for like 14, 15 hours a day. So he's not depressed. He's just normal. How much do Bulldogs sleep? Experts aren't sure exactly why Bulldogs snooze so much, but they average about 12 to 14 hours of shut-eye a day. Which, by the way, I could sleep 12 to 14 hours a day. Now that I'm not working, I've slowly gotten back onto what I think is my more natural body clock, which is I would go to bed about 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Maybe even more if I knew I didn't have work coming back to me soon. And then I would wake up at... 10.30, 11, 11.30 a.m. Like that would be my natural body clock sleep. And I'm always tired. And I was talking to my wife about how I'm always just, I'm not going to say tired as in tired from work, but it's like a a tired, sleepy hybrid. And I say, I'm always just kind of, kind of slired. And she's big on sunlight and she reads all these books about uh, the body, and you know, she's been dealing with health stuff pretty seriously for a couple years now, and she's a freaking fighter and trooper, and uh, so much stronger than I am. But in the midst of all that, you know, she says what helps her is she goes out into the sun early in the morning, and it lets her body know it's time for the day to start. Something like that. I'm going to say this wrong for sure. I'm going to say this wrong, but so forgive me. And. Kind of her theory to me is I go into work when it's dark. I wake up when it's dark. I go to work when it's dark. I'm in that building while it's dark. 
and I don't come out until noon, one. I never see the light of day until noon, one. It's like Las Vegas in that place, except we do have clocks and less cigarette smoke. But because my body never gets on that clock, maybe it's not till noon or one that it kind of feels like, oh, sunlight. It's now time to be natural caveman awake. So, but always sleepy, always tired. My natural body clock, though, has, I've been waking up around 7.30 or 8. But don't be fooled, I go right back to sleep. I'll get up, I will feed the dogs. I might have a little bit of breakfast, depending on what it is. I'm doing a little bit of intermittent fasting right now. And then I will go back to sleep for another two hours. Easy, no problem, Bob. You know what I mean? It's no problem, Bob. I can go right back to sleep. Now, if I talk about intermittent fasting, it's not really for any of the scientific reasons. They say intermittent fasting is good for the body. And you can read a lot of research on uh, the, uh, soccer teams, Premier League soccer teams and athletes who, who will eat inside of an eight-hour window only, and that leaves 16 hours for the body to digest, and not only digest, but produce, but get rid of the talk. That. I'm telling you, I have to do it just so I don't eat all kinds of crazy stuff all night long. Like to me, intermittent fasting, that it's only taking the trough out from in front of the horse. So I'm not doing any sort of fasting because I'm like, I shall be the great Pumbaa and I shall fast and show you all the scientific molecular benefits. No, I just do it because I don't have uh, the, the willpower to not eat if there's food in front of me. I think sometimes I get... Uh, I get celebrated because look at how, how strong-willed you are. Look at how uh, disciplined you are. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I'm not even that strong-willed or disciplined at the actual thing. I'm strong-willed and disciplined at keeping the actual thing in front of me because I'm not strong-willed or disciplined enough to not do it. And that goes with sugar in the house because if there are cookies, I'm going to eat all the cookies. And if there's food for me to eat at night and I don't have a, a strict regimen of I can't eat after this hour, then I'm going to eat all night long. So I'm in the middle of intermittent fasting. So we had dinner tonight. And I was excited to watch really only one game. I, I watched Kentucky blow that game as Clemson. Who cares? And this is not going to be a whole me talk about scores because again, who cares? But I was looking forward to the Ohio State-Missouri game. I like drink at Missouri. I think Coach Drakowitz is awesome. I mean, the guy came up, high school, Arkansas State, Appalachian State for a year, Missouri. He's a quirky dude. Never played college football. At least I don't think he did. I don't have a team here to Google for me. Did Eli Drinkwitz play college football? Let's see. Eli Drinkwitz. Staff directory. A winner at every stage of his career. Eli Drinkwitz, considered one of the college football's offensive top minds, was introduced as Missouri's 33rd head football coach. He just won SEC Coach of the Year, by the way. Although, oh, do you hear the bulldog? I think you can hear the bulldog. I think you can hear the Bulldog. Two seasons at Boise State. Offensive coordinator. Okay, here's his experience. Because I don't think he played. I would have said he didn't play, but I'm by myself now and I haven't made it to check me. So if I'm wrong, you guys can let me know, but I do not think he did. I do like Coach Nick Witzel because he is a, he's a quirky dude. He does things differently. He's kind of quirky, nerdy, odd. And maybe I like him because that's kind of how I feel about myself most of the time. He's not like the rest. He's not like the cool guy. He's not like the Jim Harbaugh who played in the NFL, who played in college, who had a storied career, who was a football guy, who would beat up the nerds. He's not that dude. He's the dude that's like all of us. Now, people at Arkansas right now do not like Missouri and Eli Drinkwitz, mostly because they're kind of kicking our butts. 
in football every year, basically, basically, and in recruiting this year. And, I mean, they embarrassed us since last year. But he is an Arkansas guy. Went to Arkansas Tech. I believe he went to Arkansas Tech. Uh, so I root for him because he, he's different. He's almost like the Muss, Eric Musselman, if I'm just staying Arkansas-centric for one second. A basketball. People don't like Muss sometimes because Muss just goes crazy and does nutty things. Takes his shirt off after games. Yeah. But that's because you don't have him. If he was your guy, that would be your guy. So my point is I was going to watch the Missouri-Ohio State game, which I did because I came down at halftime. And I think they had... At, when I walked out of the house, they had completed maybe one of 18 third down conversions. It was awful. It was unwatchable. This has to be what people feel like if they're a diehard NBA fan and they're forced to watch college basketball. If they only watch the NBA and they're forced to watch college basketball, this has to be what they feel like. Now, don't take that as a slight towards college basketball because it's my favorite, but my friends that are diehard NBA freaks and fans, they don't like to watch college basketball because it's just slower. Not as much isolation. Not as much athleticism. But that's what these bowl games are in general. And I'll complain about this game for a second. The starting quarterback at Ohio State, who was their second-string guy this whole year because they're... Starting quarterback transferred to Syracuse, went in the portal. So he plays number 33, by the way, which is odd. It's like something I would do in Madden. And he hurts his ankle in like the second series. So they got the third string quarterback in, and he apparently can't throw. I think he's just a body with no arms. So Missouri's just stacking the box. I did leave right before the half was over, so they may have scored. I do not know. But the score was three to nothing when I left. Three to nothing, Ohio State. I did think that Missouri, who has pretty much most of their team, I thought they'd score some points. I thought they'd want the game more because that matters in these bowl games. Yeah, it's three zero at halftime, and I bet the over. So I'm watching, and I'm going, "This is going to be a good one, finally." But bowl games suck. It's got to be what. NBA fans feel like when they're watching college basketball because it's slow. It's the second string quarterback. It's none of the, or it's very few of the NFL prospects. And you're just going, this is bad. This is real bad. Because nobody wants to play in a bowl game. Because if, you're real good. You're probably going to the NFL. You're going to opt out. I mean, as long as you're not a freshman. You got to play, you have two years, three years and in, in, in out of high school. Or you're transferring. I mean, this is why the playoff, though, needs to be bigger. And that's why it's, I'm excited that it is next year because it sucks because nobody wants to play in it or people are leaving. The two things that aren't happening to the teams right now, for the most part, that are in the playoff is that Everybody wants to play in it, and nobody's leaving yet until it's over. So when it's 16 teams, well, 12 next year, but it will be 16 eventually, obviously. When it's 12 teams, when it's 16 teams, please God, let it be 32 teams. You're going to have players playing, players caring, games more realistic like the NFL playoffs. You're going to have more teams in it near the end of the season, which is going to be so exciting. One loss isn't going to ruin a team. That means they can schedule non-conference games that actually matter, and everybody's not playing Louisiana Trudeau State University. So I'm excited about the longer playoff. I think it's exciting. I'm excited, so it's exciting. But the bowl games suck. The, the, the highlight of all the bowl games so far has been the Pop-Tart going down into the machine in his costume and him coming at the bottom and then the players eating him. Maybe that was Kansas State. I don't even remember. I know Kansas State won because I bet some money on that game. 
I know Oklahoma lost because I bet some money on that game, and I watched the, the uh, Arizona quarterback just run wild. And shout-out to that Arizona quarterback, the second-string quarterback, who lost his job to the starting quarterback but still was like that dude, like pumping him up. For sure he's getting in the portal if he hasn't already. I don't follow Arizona football enough, but their quarterback is awesome, and their backup quarterback, like, that's like Jalen Hurts type stuff as far as, like, character because he was on the sideline going crazy, like, in a great way. So bowl games suck. So we need these bowl games to all be sort of playoff games or nobody's going to play in them. To me, bowl games are starting to feel like I felt with baseball about eight or nine years ago. Freaking love baseball. It's my favorite sport. Well, for my life. If I were to pick a sport that my life, if I were to go most of my life, what was my favorite sport? It's probably baseball. I was the, probably the best at it. High school accolades are fake. Who cares? But I was a pretty good high school player. Played travel teams. I, I was just a... I, I wasn't good enough to be anything in college or anything. Probably could have walked on and then got cut. But I always loved baseball. I was left-handed. I was first baseman. had no power. So my career was not going to be long. But eight or nine years ago, baseball started to suck. And I don't know if it was a mixture of after steroids years games staying long, getting longer, or baseball staying the same and everything else sped up a bit, meaning our attention spans got shorter, shows were shorter, Netflix, we need it now, it's on demand, TikTok, 15 seconds, and stay da, da, da. Either way, baseball started to get boring. And I could still watch it if the Cubs were playing, unless it was their fifth man in the rotation. And I could still watch it if it were the playoffs, but baseball was getting boring and I was catching myself just not caring as much more. And that's how I feel about bowl games. And if they don't catch themselves, which I do think eventually it'll catch itself. The great thing about having a, a, a market that gets to set itself up for success is that it gets to have ratings and revenue and as soon as it starts to trickle down, you know things will change. I haven't seen the ratings. Football still rates wonderfully. NFL is the highest rating thing in the whole world. We're not talking about the NFL right now. But the bowl games suck. Like, I don't even care until it gets to the Final Four. Can you imagine how exciting it's going to be next year when there are 12 teams playing in this thing? It's freaking awesome. And don't give me the, oh, I like the tradition of it. That's, that's all gone because tradition, tradition's boring for the sake of tradition. NIL's running football. Yeah, but these establishments are making billions of dollars and the people that are working aren't getting paid. Oh, sorry, the coaches are millions of dollars, sure. But the student athletes are not getting paid, which they absolutely should be. Or, or, or. Let's say you're a traditionalist. You're a big fan of Harvard 47, their football team of 47 leather helmets. I got it. Then they shouldn't have rules on the kids not being able to go play pro ball. Because that's essentially what's happening. If you're really good at football and you're 19 years old, you're not allowed to play in the NFL. So you can't make money playing football, something you're really good at. If you're 19 and you want to play basketball, go do a year in college. Go to the NBA. Go do a year, a two-year G League. Go to the NBA. How about baseball? How about soccer? Every other sport you can go pro when you're 18, 19, 17. Tennis, 16, golf. But everybody's all butthurt because these athletes are now getting paid. They should get paid. They're making a business money. And if these football players could, some of them would go play in the NFL. But the system is broken. But here's the thing, and here's why I love it so much right now, because it's got to really break itself before somebody comes in to fix it. There needs to be regulation, absolutely. There's regulation in the NFL. 
We know how much people are making. There's regulation with the NFL and who, when uh, Roger Goodell, he's the commissioner. There's no head of college football, which is crazy. So we need to root for this thing to get as absolutely as wild west as possible because it's not going to fix itself and get to a place where at least there are some parameters or at least there are some rules. At least there's some understanding of, of the rails that we're on. It's not going to fix itself until it just totally runs off the rails and crashes. And that's what I root for. But there's a type of person that will hear music and go, ah, that ain't, that ain't country music. When they hear a song, if the song's got like some sort of, some sort of beat, that, that, that ain't country music. Or electric guitar, that ain't country music. There's that person, right, Which, who is the most annoying person in the history of Earth because every great country artist, their music has been not country music at one point by the same exact type of person. Like the only thing that has not changed is that idiots keep going, oh, that ain't country music. But you can talk to any of them that's still alive now. You want to go talk to Garth? You want to go talk to Kenny? Luke? I mean, you may not think some of the stuff's country music. And I don't care if you don't think it's for you and your type of country music. But if you're like, that's not country music, you're wrong because everybody's been wrong for the history of time for saying that. For example, I could go Garth Brooks. Sure, I've talked to Garth about it many times. He's constantly told he wasn't country music. Kenny Rogers, but you understand, Kenny Rogers was like, he was in a pop, like a rock band, right? Kenny Rogers? How about Dolly? That's not country music. No, she does, she does pop music too and acting. And do you want to do like all the outlaw country? Do you want to go back to Bob Wills and the first time they put an amplifier on a steel guitar? People wanted to burn the place down because they're like, that's not country. Because they wanted to amplify a steel guitar. But there's always been that, that's not country person. And now the person is, I don't like college football. This is not for me. This ain't college football. They shouldn't get paid. This ain't college football. Well, if we do like country music and look back at What's happened over time? A very similar outrage, except there was no social media. There was no internet. But to scale, a very similar outrage happened when they started giving scholarships to players who are playing on teams because they should just play for the love of the game. They're playing for their school. We can't believe they're actually getting a financial benefit for playing sports. We like our college athletics how it used to be where they didn't get scholarships. That's how it used to be too. It is a cycle. And you can't tell me that you're a capitalist at all if you think that people working shouldn't be able to get paid something near the value that they are showing their worth for of the und and I forgot how else where I was. End up with a preposition. If I'm able to show you that I'm this good and work in your organization that is this good and make you this much money, I shouldn't make $30,000 a year. Let's say Walmart and Michigan are the same thing. If I'm able to go and work as an executive in Walmart, second or third, I don't even know what the command is, CWO, Chief Walmart Officer, right below the CEO, and prove that I am so valuable to Walmart, well, they're not going to give me the same amount of money they're going to give someone that, well, did what I used to do, which is work at the register. No, they're going to give you, based on the value of the job that you're doing and the position that you're filling. Are you successful at it? Okay. You're making the company a lot of money, therefore you should be paid this percentage. Well, how come a 19-year-old playing football doesn't get to have that same luxury? Well, because in 1941, somebody said the scholarships only. Is that why? NFL fans, it's time to unwrap nonstop football action. This holiday season, throw down on big matchups with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just 5 bucks on the NFL and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Put that in, please. That would help us. New customers can bet $5 on NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook 
with the code Bobby Sports. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, helps available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. And yes, a lot of us hang on tradition because we're used to it and what we're used to is comfortable. And we don't like things that make us uncomfortable. But let's say Michigan. Let's say you're a starting running back from Michigan, one of the top recruits. And Michigan goes 12-1. and You shouldn't make the same amount the running back at Louisiana Alcatraz University makes. Should you? I mean, the programs have such disparity in the amount of money they're bringing in based on the success of the coach who gets the players, who get the wins, who create the value altogether. But it'll fix itself. Bowl games are terrible, but it'll fix itself. The playoffs going to be awesome, and that could fix a lot of the bowl game issues. At least some of them will go from, what, three, because it's two, and then one. So that's three total. But I don't think the national championship game is actually a bowl game. The two are bowl games, then the national championship. But then we turn that into five or then you have a semi. Let's go. It's pretty cool. I'm excited. I think we're in a good place because I love mayhem which is happening right now with the portal, with NIL. Love it because it has to get extremely mayhem and eggs for anybody to fix it. And that's going to be what happens eventually. But I still love it anyway. The game is terribly boring. That's why I came down to do this podcast. Talk about that. Now I want to do this commercial. Okay. So uh, something else I wanted to mention here. Uh, the, the Pistons, and I don't know if they won tonight. Last night, they played Boston, and they almost beat Boston. But they have the longest losing streak ever in the NBA. 
which is crazy because there is such a fine line. Like that, that the difference in athletes, it's so fine that it's crazy a professional team can lose that many times in a row, especially when the NBA, where not everybody plays the hardest all the time. So the Pistons are terrible, right? So they've lost more. They beat the streak of, I think it's a 76ers from like 14, 15. I may have my years wrong, but what I think happened was that streak, which was the longest, was split over two years. So it didn't actually feel like the longest. It felt like there's a pretty long one. And then you go home, you go for a lunch break, you come back, finish your day, but that's the next year. Some players are new, some aren't. That's a bad one. 28 or 29, whatever it is now, man. That is a bad, that's a bad, bad, bad streak. Kind of hilarious in modern day because you just think a, a pro athlete. Again, they're not that different. It's, ve- it's a very, very slim margin from a great player to a really good player to a good player. I was with Jerry Jones and he was telling me how in the NFL, how these really bad teams sometimes will creep up and beat the good teams in the NFL. And because of the parody is because there's just such a fine line. Like you could be a great player and be a little off and you're just a fine player. And there are fine players on every team. I looked up what was the longest winning streak in sporting history. I don't know anything about this sport. I'm going to pronounce the name wrong, but I'm going to try. Jahangir Khan, his 555 match record is officially recognized as the longest sporting win streak of all time. Widely regarded as the greatest squash player ever, he won the first of the 555 games when he was 17 in 1981. I have no idea how to even understand that streak because I do not know. I think it's I think it's racquetball. I think squash is racquetball, basically. And 555. And but who's he playing? Who else in this league? Is it John Henry Khan and me and Eddie? Of course he's gonna win all the games. And I'm probably so wrong about this. I'm sure squash is like this massive sport. But I, I can't really understand. I wish it were an American streak, so at least I could understand it. Like the Cal Ripken consecutive games. I understand that streak. That's cool because I got to watch that one. He just showed up. He beat Lou Gehrig, the Iron Horse. Just showed up game after game. Some of the other most entertaining, most interesting streaks and I'll talk about American sports only because I'm sure I could get you with some sort of Lacrosse, I think that might be American though. Squash. Mm-mm. What's the one where they take the ball and they like it looks like fast pitch softball and they take the stick and they swing and the ball can hit the ground but then it's got to hit the stick behind it. Stanley, do you know what it is? Game with stick and balls. It's not kerplunk. It's not lacrosse. It's not croquet. And I know a lot of you people are yelling it at me because I think I... It's not hurling. It's not stickball. Outdoor game. Hmm. Okay, game with sticks and balls. Um... Let's try this. Let's just Google search. Popular sport in Australia. Okay. Soccer. Okay, here are the most popular sports in Australia. Walking, swimming, and gym. (laughs) Cricket. It's cricket, Stanley. It's cricket, buddy. We got it. We got it. It's cricket, buddy. I found Stanley's spot. I call it his B spot. He's a bulldog. He's got this spot like inside of his tail. And if I grab it and like pinch it, it's his favorite thing. He, 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 he goes, I'm going to do that. He does that. 
Right, buddy? Yeah! Yeah! Can you speak? Can you speak? And let him hear you? Can you speak? No? You don't want to speak? Can you speak? Can you speak, buddy? Speak! I hear you. I don't know. He does that like one out of three times. Cricket. Cricket's a sport. But I found American sports that we would know. Clemson basketball's 0-57 record at North Carolina. <laughs> uh, that sucks. And some of these may be uh, not streaks anymore. If they're not, I don't know. Congratulations. I don't really want to hear the, hear the messages correcting me. You can. I'm just not going to be like hurt by it. I'll, I'll go, oh, thank you for that. But most times when people want to correct someone, it's to actually show superiority. But I'd be like, oh, thank you for that. Because I, I Googled a few things, which was streaks, funny streaks, American streaks, um, interesting streaks in sports. De La Salle High School holds the, na- the nation record 151 high school football games. 151 game winning streak from 1992 to 2004. The streak occurred under the leadership of Bob Latticure who began coaching at the high school in 1979. It ended when they were defeated on September 4th, 2004 by Bellevue High School outside of Seattle. De La Salle High School is in Concord, California. Shout out. 92 to 2004. I wonder what pros they put in the league or if there were any. Chris Dudley had 13 straight missed free throws. Hilarious. Played in the NBA 16 years. He's a center, obviously. Was not a good free throw shooter, but wasn't dreadful in that he should miss 16, or excuse me, 13 in a row. He shot 46% from the line. So that's basically 50%. But he missed 13 straight free throws. I think if you put a blindfold on me, now I'm not comparing myself to Chris Dudley, or being in an arena with fans. or But I think if you put a blindfold on me and pointed me in the direction and let me shoot one, I don't have to make it, but let me shoot one without the blindfold, I think I can make one of the 13. But that's pretty funny. Caltech men's basketball losing streak was 207 straight games. Ninety six to two thousand seven. What? That's like Division Nine. That is wild. Anthony Young had twenty seven consecutive losing decisions in baseball, and I do believe that Anthony Young was a Cub for a while. That's why I know him. But this happened when he was with the Mets. Twenty seven consecutive losing decisions and there was a one point where he was like he had like 13 or 14 like shutout innings in a row obviously it didn't go like nine and four like nine innings and four innings and nine innings five but and he still lost those games so pistons start your engines that's not that's not a thing uh just checking back in ohio state up three zero on Missouri. So stupid. See if the Pistons are even playing. They are not. All right, a couple other things. And then I can wrap this up. I just had a lot. I had a lot of notes that I wanted to get through so I could just take them off my sheet. I have a sheet of notes. And they stay on my note. I have a a to-do list, a sheet of notes, a check sheet. And until I get it done, it stays there and it stays... Until I talk about it or go, I don't want to talk about it, it stays up. Or until I complete the list from the to-do list or I decide I'm never going to do it, it stays up. I wrote this from the break. In-season tournament championship. So we watched the in-season tournament. That was fun. Go Lakers. It's fine, whatever. But I watched them like hang the banner, which is fine. Whatever, I don't care. I'm not going to be angry at you celebrating something. That's cool. A lot of the players that don't make a bunch, well, everybody makes a good amount of money, relatively speaking, but they got an extra 500000 bucks. It's pretty cool. Second place got 200000 I think, each, each player on the team. 
But I did think that the banner maybe wasn't the best way to do it because people were just going to be hating a whole lot because it was up there next to the championship banners, like the real ones. So I would propose, if I were the commissioner, that we don't hang banners for the midseason tournament. We give the team a championship belt. And you get to put the championship belt somewhere in the arena. And then like every home game, on a, every Saturday home game, you come out with it or something. We need to get into the championship belt here. It's not big enough to have, have a banner, in my opinion, if it's up next to the championship banners, because haters are going to hate. But I think a championship belt would be so legit for that tournament. Both novel. Everybody would be taking pictures with the championship belt and the trophy. That'd be pretty cool. I've been spending the last couple of weeks editing my comedy special which has been a bit of a nightmare for me because I just hate myself. I'm a really good director, producer. Luckily, I respect her. I get a lot of people asking me, what are you going to do? When's it coming out? What's the deal? There is no answer right now because I'm not done with it yet. We're done touring. We're done shooting it. Just full disclosure, probably, I'm going to say probably because we didn't get any long conversations with any of the streamers. I probably could have sold the special and let one of the streamers have it and they would have paid me $100,000. But they, but they'd owned it, right? And they could do whatever they wanted to with it. They could put it out. They could not put it out. They could shelve it. They could um, cut some stuff. If whatever, it's not like I'm that funny anyway. I'm pretty funny, but I don't try to do all funny, right? It's called comedically inspirational. So I thought, well, my whole career, I've kind of had to figure crap out myself and do it differently because I'm not that good. But I'm really good at doing me. So instead of take what was probably the easy but not good for my creative soul money, I just financed the whole thing myself. And I think I paid like eighty or $90,000 and we shot a few different shows and I didn't try to act like it was one show, a lot of comedians, and I would do the same thing if I were a real comedian because the audience could even screw up a joke. You wear the same clothes for a couple of shows. Sometimes you do them back to back and you take the best of those two and you make it look like one show. I didn't do that. I went to a bunch of different cities, did a bunch of different kinds of jokes and we're just kind of making a special out of it. And hopefully what I think can happen is if I spend, let's just say I spent 80,000 on it because of what the production would have been to shoot the special for the streamers. Let's say it was going to be 300,000. Hopefully I can shoot it for 80 and make 300 and get them to pay me 350000 Therefore, me taking a risk, but making more money on the, you know, in the process and also giving more money to my team because not only... They, I let them have ownership. The people that I brought along with me have some ownership of the show. At least that my, my director does. My director-producer. So, um, been doing that. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great tasting all natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot I got a weird call from, and I say weird because it doesn't usually happen like this, from a TV network saying, hey, we'd like for you to host this certain show. Never heard of the show. It's kind of like a special thing, but not a comedy special. It's a network. I can't say much else about it. But usually I have to like, know somebody, have developed a relationship in some way, worked with them in another capacity. Um, they've seen me that it's always something but i got a call out of the blue going hey we would love and there's a specific person who said that they would love to work with me and i was like what now i do not know if this is going to come to fruition but when i got the call i was like are you serious because it never it never happens like that but i kind of just dgaf anymore meaning for the first time in my life i am actually just doing the things that I want to do. Like my favorite thing in the whole world to do is the radio show still. I just wish it wasn't in the morning. I can go back to the body clock talk earlier, but it's still my favorite thing to do. And so as long as I can keep that being successful, which right now, knock on wood, it's more successful than it's ever been in the history of the show. And I know that's not always going to last, right? So I'm saving up my walnuts till winter comes. I've been trying, I've been doing that forever. But I'm also not taking every single job anymore. Like I would get offered, hey, come over. We're going to do rate my pet dating contest. And I'd be like, okay, I'll audition for that. And so I'm flying all over the country, auditioning for crap, not getting it. Or I'm doing these one-offs that I have no interest because they're like, if you do this one-off and you go do this, then someone, and then it never turns into anything. Or let's develop this. So 2023, I just stopped doing that. If it, if it wasn't fun for me at this point when I've run myself completely raw, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to see what I like here. I'm just going to do things I like. So I made up the too much access thing. Literally, as just, as just a, a fantasy like camp, adult fantasy camp, to where it's like I think any of us that are sports fans – you always want to know what it was like to play sports or to go to your favorite college or to go to a, or to hang out with the coach or to and so we were and we're doing this, you know, 25 whistles show for DraftKings. And I was like, "Well, we can just go do interviews and we'll just shoot some video and we'll see if we can make that a show." And god dang, we did. I think we've done 13 or 14 episodes now. We've got four that we haven't even put out yet. And I'd like to thank Super Coffee. They've been a great sponsor all of 2023 for helping us get that thing going. And Charlie Hustle for sending us the clothes and helping us too. Because that, again, I funded that whole thing by myself and then paid all the guys separately. But to me, that risk is worth it because like, that's something I wanted to do. Now, twice, two different entities have offered to buy the show, but not for much. As in, it were like, hey, we will take it, and we'll put it on so-and-so plus network, not Disney plus, because uh, you better believe if they're going to offer me that, I'll be doing that tomorrow. But they'll be like, go to this, and, but then I don't have any control over it 
at all. And I'm only doing it because I love it. And so I don't want to not love it. So, cause if I don't love it, I don't, I'll still work as hard, but I'm not going to work as happy. And if I'm not working hard and happy, it's just not going to be as good because the passion's not there. And that's what I, I advise people a lot. It's like, fine. And it's such a cliche thing to say because you can't always do it exactly. But find something you love to do. Even if it's a side hustle, even if it's um, a third side hustle. Because if you love to do it, you're going to do it so much more passionately. You're going to put real time and effort into it because you love it so much. For no other reason, that could just that, that you love it. I would have done radio which when I started radio, which is really radio, although we were podcasting way early. I would have done that for ever for no money because I already had no money. And then I would have been like a teacher or something. That, but that would have been like my side hustle because I just loved it so much. But because I loved it so much, I think I got good at it and I believed in myself. So that's what I'm doing now in my career here, even with this show. I don't have to do this show, but I love sports. I have a history of doing sports talk. I have a bulldog that's snoring. Thank you. I don't know if you guys can hear it. If you can't hear the bulldog, please let me know. Just send me a, a DM or a tweet. Now, there's still some stuff I have to do that I don't like to do. We all have to do that. But I'm advising you all to find something that you love to do that you could turn at some point into something that you can monetize. Doesn't even have to be right now. That's me syndicating my show. I was broke. I spent all my money on stupid equipment that I didn't really know if it would work. And it didn't for a while. And then shout out Wichita, Kansas. God dang. But I'm telling you, my advice is find something you love to do, even if it's something that you're doing an hour a week. Even if it's a, you're, you're, you want to be an influencer, that's not it. Instagram influencing or TikTok influencing or social media influencing is not as lame as it used to be, meaning the acceptance of it. I would compare it to dating on apps because there was a point when you would date on an app or eHarmony or whatever, you'd be like, oh, we met on a dating app. Now everybody meets on a dating app. Well, now a lot of people are influencing and it's just that term, the word influencer just feels lame. YouTuber, it's not though. It's just content freaking creator. Like find that thing. Find that thing that you can do where you'll never make a penny off of it, but you'll do it to the best of your ability because you love it so much. And if you do that, I think you can find a way to supplement your income to the point where you have to make a difficult decision. And that difficult decision is, do I want to do this full time? And that's the greatest decision you ever get to make in your life because it's sacrifice and it's risk, but it's reward. But that's what I'm doing in my career now. I just do stuff I want to do. Macro. There's still a lot of bullcrap I have to do. That's part of my job. Micro. But macro, my favorite thing is the radio show. I've been very fortunate to be able to do it with people that I picked and to do it my way. And not because my way was better, but I think nobody cared for long enough that nobody watched or monitored. And then I had a bit of a success story. And they're like, well, we don't really agree or understand why it's successful, but it is. So let's just, let's just let it go till it fails. And then when it doesn't fail, you get to keep going. And that's what happened. I just didn't fail. I wrote a book, crazy, called Fail Until You Don't. But it has really been fantastic. And I appreciate all you guys that listen to this. I don't know if anybody's listened to this 47 minutes in and me talking to just myself and a snoring bulldog in the background. Again, if you are, if you're listening at 47 minutes in, well, they may have put some commercials in. So it could be a little longer than that. Please send me a message saying, I'm listening at 47 minutes in. You're a 47 minuter. How Stanley can sleep with me yelling, I don't know. But I've been doing that. I encourage you to do the same. I'm doing the show, Too Much Access. We got four episodes, basketball episodes we haven't put out yet. We put out one Kansas State basketball episode, uh, but we have TCU, which is fun. We have Wichita State, Arkansas, Arkansas women. My wife's calling me. Hold on. Hello. I'm recording right this second. Okay. 
Timmy, are you, do you need me right now? There's just this beeping that keeps going. I heard that. I think it's the alarm. I'll come up there. It is the alarm. It says fire trouble, but I've gone to every single fireplace and they're all turned off. Yeah, it's not a fireplace thing. Um, I'll come up there. Okay. All right. Bye. All right, guys. Um, being the man of the house. Sorry about that. Got some man stuff to do. So anyway, I got a call for a TV show and they were like, we want you to come do it. And I don't know if it'll come to fruition, like I said earlier, but if it does random, because it never happens like that, but it's weird that it happens like that when I finally stop caring about it happening, but I still care, but I just like, don't focus on, I just, I'm like all my days and nights are not me going, Oh, I sure hope somebody likes me and hires me. Cause I did that forever. I did it forever. And I don't read things. 99% of them. I used to only on Tuesdays, go look at like the, uh, Facebook message board of the show or go to any sort of message only on Tuesdays. I used to get on there all the time and it wasn't good for my mental health. It's only on Tuesdays. I was telling my wife about it. She was like, what? Why do you even go on Tuesdays? I'm like, well, I like to keep up, like keep up with what those places are only meant for negativity. Like you have to dig for positivity in the places that you go, which is true, which is true. So I do stay on my Instagram comments now a little more because it's a little more positive. But I stay off the... I haven't looked at a single thing in like a month and a half. That's a streak, like a month and a half to maybe two months. I'm pretty proud of that streak. There's the Pistons and there's me, two months. I love signing day. We just had it. College athletes, hilarious. Now they make the videos. I think Georgia fans... These are notes I have written down. I think Georgia Bulldog fans are pretty cool. I'm not saying they're not pretentious, but I think they're pretty cool because they're not near as pretentious as they should be. They should be awful to deal with. They should be Alabama. I love every Alabama fan individually. As a unit, pass. Georgia fan, shout out to you because you are not near as obnoxious as you could be and should be. And if I were winning national championships like you guys were, two in a row... This year, you got screwed out of being in the playoff. You wouldn't be able to deal with me. So shout out to them. The Pro Bowl is going to do a whole bunch of stuff that's like balloon fight. And everybody hates on it. But here's the thing. Everybody hated on the Pro Bowl anyway. At least, like I, there was a show like in the 90s where... You do like the, the, all the quarterbacks show up and throw, throw a skills challenge. That's fun. That's super fun. I like that. I don't care much about the tug of war. But people only want to say negative things anyway. Nobody loved the Pro Bowl. Nobody's losing out because the Pro Bowl is changing. People just want to say something else is lame, which is what they're doing. I think the Pro Bowl, I like what they're doing. Went to get an allergy test. I don't know if I talked about that. But got to the front counter and the one recognized me from the show which is always a little odd for me at the doctor and her response to me was I thought you'd be goofier because she's just looking at me and I don't ever know what to do so I don't do anything but then if I don't do anything people will go like oh he just wasn't that nice but I don't know how to act when I know that somebody knows me from something but won't talk about it but will still look at me weird it's like I got the biggest booger on my cheek or moly mo 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 moly mo 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 mo. Hello? Is that thunder? Golly. So she said, I know you. And I said, Oh yeah? From what? She said, uh American Idol Radio or something. She goes, I just thought you'd be a lot goofier than you are. And I did not know if that was a compliment or not. I think that's it. That's all the notes that I have for now. I'm going to go do some manly stuff and fix my alarm. My home alarm. Thank you all. And that's all. 25 whistles. Now, I think it's close to an hour by myself. Hey, you 47 minute or shout out. Thanks for being here the whole time. Stan Lee, you've been a great guest. Thank you, buddy. I love you. I'll scratch your tail. Let's head back up to the house. Thanks to DraftKings. If there was ever anything edited in here for a minute, it was like DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, 
That means Mike had to insert a couple things in for like spot reasons. Otherwise, let's go, baby. All right, see you guys. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.